People of the world, it's the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, inviting you to join us each Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or on our website to hear our take as three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice to the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. You can follow us on Facebook. You can reach us with your comments, questions, suggestions at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, and you can email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our long-awaited YouTube channel. And now on with this week's episode. Hello, Brothers Talk family. Big welcome once again to you and all of our first-time listeners, wherever you're listening in around the world, with our message of holding critical thinking conversations to promote social activism and uplift people everywhere. It continues to spread around the globe. And thank you for your help with the work that we do in encouraging and educating those you interact with, as we also stay on the lookout for opportunities to endorse and inspire new and existing Black businesses and individuals for the empowerment and prosperity of the Black community. In your weekly coronavirus awareness alert, because we care, the COVID-19 economy is softening. And that is really an unfortunate development because what it really means is because we live in a profit-driven healthcare economy, it shows that fewer and fewer vaccinations are being taken, fewer and fewer booster shots are being taken, fewer and fewer masks are being sold and produced. And so that shows, once again, that people are not taking the virus as seriously as they should. And we are seeing everywhere that there's been an uptick in COVID cases as we enter into the fall and winter season, which was not unexpected. But we've also seen that what has been going on around the country in terms of COVID is that there's information now showing that long COVID is not only a thing, but something that they've been able to link to serotonin levels in the digestive system. So they're recognizing that long COVID is a problem. And so the only way to really prevent any COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. But if you're taking your chances, then you also need to be on the lookout for the fact that long COVID has been shown to have long-term effects of anywhere from six months to two years. And so why take that chance when getting your vaccinations, wearing masks in crowded places, and using lots of disinfectants if you're traveling out and about is a big deterrent and the best form of protection. So come on, people, we can and we must do better. And now to my brothers in the struggle for critical thinking, Scott and Norm. Thanks, Rod. Uh, And family, thank you for your continued support. And as usual, we're going to talk about the pandemic. Uh, I'm still calling it a pandemic because people are still dying and people are still uh, being affected by the virus and, and, and the hospitals are beginning to fill up. Uh, we're in full bone fall, almost winter. So now we got an issue with, it's a trifecta. You know, we got these three respiratory diseases that's going to cause people problems. And it, it appears that Folks just don't seem to care. Uh, I don't know whether it's fatigue or they're just overconfidence that confident that they're not going to get the virus. But I'm still seeing people. I see I see a small tick up of people wearing the mask. 
Uh, but we got to do better to protect ourselves and our loved ones. So get your get your vaccinate get vaccinated and wear your mask. No, thanks, Scott. I just want to thank our listeners for the feedback we got regarding our last show. You know, it's important to stay up with current events and what's going on in the world. And I just want to bring everyone up to speed regarding the uh, progressives in, in Congress. They're trying to pass a resolution for for a ceasefire in Israel and in the West Bank. And I just want to remind our listeners: contact your local representatives and and make sure that they're on top of this and and uh you know and let them know where you stand in, in the process because uh the propaganda is failing the israeli government and uh the sovereignty of the indigenous people you know should be respected and speaking of congress we are in unprecedented times where for the last few weeks there has been no speaker of the house because the feckless Kevin McCarthy was voted out of that position, and the equally feckless Republicans who have really accomplished nothing have continued to waffle on who's going to be the next speaker because they currently hold the majority. And they've gone as far as trying to suggest that 45 could actually come in and be the Speaker of the House, and for the uninformed That is actually a possibility. It actually is a real possibility because the role of Speaker of the House does not have to be an elected representative. So there is that. It's not likely because it'd be hard to see that you would have any more people in Congress vote for him to be the Speaker as you do as of this broadcast where you have... Jim Jordan being put forth because Steve Scalise was a joke and Jim Jordan is equally a joke. And because you've got these guys who have no vision, who have no plans. And so it's one of those times where we really need to wake up as a country and recognize the absolute ineptitude of Republicans, because not only are they not accomplishing anything, they don't even have any plans for anything. Oh, I take that back other than attacking Hunter Biden and thereby trying to get to Joe Biden. But is that really a plan? You know, most of the articles that I read with people who are normal, I consider normal and not extremists, they call this a clown show. And that's what it looks like. It looks like a bunch of people who have no idea what they're doing. They shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be representing anybody, but they're there. Because they uh, feel the void, in my opinion, of people who have these grievances that they are directing at the wrong people. You got people where here, and we're talking about white people, let's just be honest about it. You know, we got people here where a country, the country is set up and built for them to be successful. And because they're not successful, they're blaming other people. And they place folks in in an office who think the way that they think, who believe what they believe, but they act like a bunch of kids uh, in middle school. That's what this seemed like was was happening to me. You know, all this name calling, you know, just unprofessionalism, people not that sophisticated. They think that what they can do is just bully people to get their way because that's been working. It worked for them in the past, but it doesn't work anymore. You have a situation where it looks like is a bunch of people, like they said, Ku Klux Klan's like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to get rid of the sheets 
and we're going to start wearing suits. And pretty much when you take a look at Jim Jordan, uh, they said in his voting record, he is the most conservative by a long shot of any speaker that they've ever had. So to have a guy like this who, like Ron said, he's focusing on Hunter Biden, hoping that they can do some damage to Joe Biden's reputation. But that's a that's you know, that's a one act pony that they've done, one trick pony. Uh Kevin McCarthy did that with the Benghazi and admitted it because they wanted to damage Hillary Clinton. And they did do some damage to her. They bragged about it. And now they're doing the same thing and people can see right through it. For me, the big problem here is the lack of leadership, the lack of, uh, it seems like uh, we have so many weak people in Congress who can be, you're an adult and you're letting another adult bully you into doing something that you won't, don't want to do. Donald Trump is not even in office and still he got his knee around their throats and daring them to do anything that he doesn't want them to do. And pretty much that's what this this seems like to me. Uh, we want Jim Jordan, and they want Jim Jordan in that speakership so that he can really go after Biden and try to impeach Biden so that Trump can, to appease Trump. That's what, it all, that's what this all seems to be to me. We got to figure out a way to appease Trump. Yes, you know, unfortunately, we have a large part of our political spectrum that has just embraced dysfunction, incompetence, and sheer stupidity. And unfortunately, the electorate is backing this and is really what they want. You know, we reached a point where, and I asked you gentlemen this prior to the show, this, the new speaker has been in Congress for 16 years and has not passed one piece of legislation. So why is he there? He is not there to affect the lives of the citizens of this country and his district. He is there to throw a wrench in the whole political process and to put on a show to appease people who literally have nothing and will never have anything, but are just happy being represented by someone that they can call theirs. And unfortunately, that's where we are as a, as a, as a country and as a, as a politi- on a political spectrum. You know, we we cannot go forward with this. And un- unfortunately, we can only go backwards. Well, let's be clear now. He is not Speaker of the House. He lost the vote. He has not secured enough votes to be the Speaker of the House yet. He's the most recent candidate. As I said, Steve Scalise was their first choice, and he knew he didn't have the vote, so he took his name out of contention. And so Jim Jordan is heading up that other factor as basically 45s butt boy. And the interesting thing is, I think it's an interesting time now to see if the Democrats understand anything about politics, because they have a real golden opportunity to simply show up the Republicans for who they are. And they've done at least the first part in that they lined up all 212 of their votes behind Hakeem Jeffries, who is the minority leader but they need to go further and use this as one more example of why no Republicans should be voted back in there. But think about it. If they cannot get a speaker in this time where if the country is on the brink of potentially going into 
that war effort in Northeast Africa, and and there's money to be approved for appropriations in this country. And we already have recognized that they have put themselves in an untenable position with women across the country around the abortion issue. They are still not doing anything to, to support the lower and middle classes when it comes to tax relief. And then there's the immigrant situation, not to mention they haven't come up with a plan for addressing over-policing of minority communities and the, 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 the John Lewis Voting Rights Act or any of the things that the country really stands in need of. And one more thing is, of course, the Green New Deal, that there's all these things that the Republicans have been in the majority since the last election and haven't done anything on. So it remains to be seen if the Democrats themselves will find a backbone or brain, maybe that's a better thing. They say, because you got to have the brain first to know what you want to do. And then you got to have the backbone to do it. But they are sitting on just a real golden opportunity. But I suspect as what always happens, they will literally fumble the ball before they even get out of the backfield. Forget about getting to the goal line. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see, I saw Jim Jordan making a statement earlier today when he said that the American people wouldn't like it if they worked with the Democrats to, to resolve this issue. And nobody called him out on that. No one said, not, no reporter, and no one said, what do you mean the American people wouldn't like this if you work with the, with the Democrats uh, to resolve the issue? I, that's to me is just indicative of what we're dealing with in this country now. It's not just Congress; they they are a weak. You also have reporters that it seems like they are intimidated by the Republicans. They they don't really ask them t- h- tough questions like they do the Democrats. When you look at some of the Sunday talk shows, uh, even on C-SPAN, they treat the Republicans like ki- with kids' gloves. And I don't understand that. And that's what's happening now in uh, in this house and trying to get another speaker. Everybody knows that Jim Jordan is not qualified. Like like you said, Norm, he's never passed a bill. I don't think he even tried to uh, have even tried to write a bill or anything. He has the only the only a credential that he has to be speaker is that he was elected Congress to be a congressman. But yet, all of that's being overlooked. The reporters are not asking him what qualifies him. He talks about how he can unify his caucus, and nobody's asking him, well, how are you going to do that, and what makes you think you can do that because you've just been a, a flamethrower. You know, you got a reputation of, uh, of trying to tear down the establishment. You don't hear any of that. Uh, and then you got these Republicans who said that they wouldn't, they would never vote for him and then turn around and vote for him. I mean, it, it's just the whole place need to be wiped out, redone. New congressmen and congresswomen need to, some adults need to be in the room. Unfortunately, their electorate, all they're really asking for is uh, the impeachment of Biden and the, uh, you know, the, his son being put away. And if that's all they're asking for, 
then they're making it really easy for their representation to do absolutely nothing. And that's what they're doing. And if they don't, you know, even try to bring up some false charges or or bring up this impeachment process, they're not going to be reelected. And so they're happy with their dysfunction. And, and that's what they're going to get. Unfortunately, we're all stuck with it. And that's where we are. So we've been real clear in making a case for why there aren't any more than a handful of Republicans that should even be considered for re-election. And those are the ones who have refused to knuckle under to the force of 45 and Jim Jordan and the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Lauren Boberts, the true idiots, the Tommy Tuberville, the Louis Gomers. I mean, they, they, that bunch should be run out of there on a rail because none of them have accomplished anything. But that was a great question that you asked, Scott, was, was why didn't anybody stand up and say, well, wait a minute, the country for over its 250 year, almost 250 years of existence has been about compromise and working out deals. So why suddenly would we be in a place where there are no no stomach for compromise and working together, which is what needs to be done? But until somebody starts to get away from this polarization, then that is what we will continue to have. And the country needs better than that. So, Democrats, you really need to step up. In our Black Business Spotlight of the week, meet Marcus and Marky Baskerville, twin brothers and the founders of Vote Cell, who are making history as the owners of the first and only Black-owned battery brand being sold on Amazon. This is a momentous occasion because it marks a specific milestone for diversity and representation within the battery industry. Vote Cell's presence on Amazon will allow customers from all corners of the nation to access and support a Black-owned business that prioritizes providing quality products. The company's batteries offer customers another option for their everyday power needs. To learn more about the brand, Via its official website, go to votecellbatteries.com. That's a wrap for this week's show. And remember, you can follow us and also share your thoughts and communicate with us by sending them to us, as well as your questions and show ideas to The Brothers Talk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. As always, God willing, we'll continue to keep our focus on the issues that impact our community on the path to a better future. And until our next episode, know that we sincerely appreciate your time, your interest, and you can rest assured we'll never take it or you for granted. And finally, let's all do better today because that's all we really have.